There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. I'm Keeney. And I'm joined by Fisher. Hello, guys. And this is our AEW review of the last week. So Rampage from last Friday and Dynamite from last night. Just the two of us. Uh, So check out our WWE podcast, which will be released tomorrow, uh, Friday. We're recording this on a Thursday. So the pod for WWE will be released tomorrow if you're interested in that. But for this, we are just focusing on AEW. Um, so let's get into the last week and I mean, we start with Rampage last Friday, yeah. uh, which was a big episode of Rampage really, because we had the Royal Rampage, this, um, Royal Rumble style. Yes. Bit of a, bit of a, um, cheap ripoff of the Royal Rumble, if if you want to call it that. Mm. Um, I mean, what did you make of the concept of the match? I thought it was a clever use of the two rings that they still have, because obviously it was recorded after Blood and Guts. So they had mm. the two rings. So to do some something with them, I thought was quite a clever concept. Um, but I didn't think the match worked that well. Um, it felt like, I don't know, because, it, because they didn't all mesh together, it didn't work. That, the idea, I think, was great. I don't think the yeah. execution of it was that good. And I think the people in the match weren't all like top people that could have been title contenders either. Um, but yeah, I like the concept of it. I just didn't think the, the, the match was actually that good. And to be honest, I didn't think there was that much actual wrestling in it until, until right towards the end. It felt like it was entrant, entrant, entrant. And I was getting confused at one point whose turn it is to go in where Yeah. Um, as well, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was okay. And it was something different, but I don't think they'll be rushing to do it again. I think they'll change it. If they do something like this again, I think they'll change it slightly. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I think they're, they're obviously picking up on the the Royal Rumble idea and trying to modify it slightly. And like I say, it's a good use of the two rings. It's actually quite quite a cool way to do it Yeah, um, with with the two rings there. But the Royal Rumble concept is pretty pretty flawless. I don't really like... Yeah, they're that's obviously the trying to upgrade it. And we've seen... um. In the past, they've done battle royals where the last two is a pinfall, so they always try and change it slightly. I don't mind um, that side of it, but th- th- that's um, not too bad. And you know, we've seen reverse Royal Rumbles in, I think, Impact. Oh, one, that, where you throw them was, into the that ring. That was and, dreadful. Yeah, th- th- there's <laughs> been loads of variations or attempts to modify a Royal Rumble, but it, n- none of them are just the Royal Rumble is just the best. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think this would have been better actually thinking about it, if they had scrapped doing entrant by entrant, like Royal Rumble, and just the mm. two rings, ten entrants in each ring, but they're all in there at the same time. Mm. Yeah. So then you forget about, you haven't got the entrance, okay, you don't get the entrance pops, but you've got a lot more match to play with, because I felt like, I think it went about half an hour to match. It was like half of yeah, Rampage, yeah. so it was, I think it might have been just under half an hour, maybe 25 minutes. But it felt like only 10 minutes of it was actually a, a wrestling match. The rest of it was entrances and just little bits of angle here and there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it needed tweaking. Um, and the winner was really unexpected and interesting. I will say that. Um, it was. And it I saw was. people complaining about it online, but I actually think it was quite a good... I yeah. don't think it was a bad call. And 
Just the, the match. Like, also, the, the actual finish itself, the sleeper hold on Darby Allen and just dropping him. That was a really cool finish to a like you know I've never seen that kind of we probably have seen that before but I can't yeah, remember yeah I think it has happened before but it's I just not, thought it was really it's cool that common spot, to, be, to be on Darby Allen as well kind of works with his gimmick it just kind of works as a finish I thought yeah um, so that, I thought that was good but I thought and well, you know Brody King is a, was a surprise when I was not expecting him to win it when no. the people were out there um, no, I thought Hangman might have a chance. I thought Derby might have a chance. There was a couple of others. I thought even like maybe like you could do like Keith Lee versus Moxley as a random match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that would have been cool. But yeah, I really didn't expect Brody King. But yeah, um, but then I guess they, you know, this is Moxley's first defense, and yeah. and it was they, just a TV match the next week. It wasn't setting up a feud, was it? Yeah, I think that was the key to it. I think if if it was setting up something huge for like a program, three four weeks a build then a pay-per-view match i think it would have been a bad decision to to give it to Brody king randomly but actually to give him just a title match they're quite good aw at randomly doing that um they've yeah. done it in the past with title matches where people have won it and then i know they did it with lance archer before with the hangman yeah, page thing and stuff. Way, yeah. they did build that a little bit um mm. but here i thought it wasn't a bad choice in that sense even no. though it got no reaction from the crowd it, it sounded like. Well, anyway. why would you get behind Brody King? We haven't had a reason to get behind him yet, really. I think one issue I've got with this is the fact that we decided that Moxley was going to be the interim or you know, go on to fight for the interim title. Yeah. Um, well, he was in the main event, wasn't he? And then there was a battle royal to face him. Oh, yeah. So that we've already kind of seen this for a number one contendership, and I think there were some criticisms of that because I it kind of makes a mockery, that, makes yeah. a mockery of their ranking system a bit. That you just throw anyone into, but the ranking system just, has not been that particularly no, well, really, well used well but they, for a while. They, they do still post the rankings, and there is still yeah. a uh, ranking. Normally, system. they have like the rule is: I think if you're a top five ranked, you can go for the title. You don't have to be number one. Yeah, but Brody King is not in the top five, as far as I know. And but... nor was Kyle O'Reilly before. Yeah, know. so they kind of do go I f- away from I it. think they'd be better off with doing like a fatal four way of the top four ranked people and just say, you know, that that for me is a better way to decide who fights John Moxley next rather than just... Yeah. And to do a battle royal to fight John Moxley, then John Moxley to then win it, to then his first offence to be another... okay a royal rumble rather than a battle royal but the same concept to them fight them again and they can do the same again next week like mm. I, I, I just think to do them back to back to fight John Moxley is a bit um, yeah I, I poor, literally poor think the only, I reckon the reason the only reason they did it was because they had the two rings idea and Tony Khan mm. being the like sort of wrestling mark he is almost for like mm. coming up with stuff old ideas but then making them like fantasy booking stuff in his head all the time he probably had this like crazy idea he was like we can have red side we can have blue side we can do and then he probably just mm. come up with this idea and it sounded amazing and it looked and it did sound good actually but yeah, when it came to it i don't good. think it delivered as much as they would have liked it to i don't think it helped that there wasn't like imagine if this was in a different um if you did this like on like a pay-per-view like the royal rumble is and you had Omega, Punk, Danielson, Jericho, yeah. uh, all these top guys that they've got, MJF, Wardlow, all these people were in it. Like, then I'd be like, wow, this is amazing. But I think because it felt like there was only a couple of people really in it that were ever going to win it, um, I think like Butcher and Blade were like in there right near the end. Like, that tells you the, the yeah. standard of it. It wasn't really their top stars. And I think that didn't help the match either. Let's get to the actual sort of match itself and the people in it. Um, yeah. so it started with Darby Allen and Tony Nice, I think, in one ring, and Hangman Page and Powerhouse Hobbs in the other one, yeah. Hobbs, um, and then literally my notes is there hardly there's hardly any wrestling, it's just entrant, 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 elimination, elimination. That's what, what sort of my criticism was. There wasn't a lot else for me to write. There was a cool um tope by Darby on Nice, um, after he got eliminated. I think Nice was eliminated anyway at that point. He was the first yeah. one, out, I'm pretty sure. Which I think he has been in a battle royal before on AWTV as well. Um, but yeah, then Ricky starts coming. And I did like the, the um, sort of them having the two-on-one beatdown aspect here of Starks and Hobbs and Hangman. Yeah. Um, and then they did the same thing on the other ring with Butcher and Blade um, coming in. And Butcher came in and he was just beating the crap out of Derby on the outside after he'd done his toe pay. Um, then you've got um, John Silver come in. Even the odds side of the hangman. 
So some of the entrants were, were numbered quite well, I thought, here. Um, at yeah, the start. I, think, I think that's vital when you're doing a, a, a match like this. Yeah. Um, we did see a kind of betrayal, although, you know, the um, Swerve Keith Lee, um, yeah. elimination. So that is building up. And this is another one of AW's very long term uh, tag team breakups. They tend to. Whenever there's a tag team breakup, they they plant the seed six months in advance. It feels like so. I don't think we're yeah. going to get this breakup anytime soon, but it's coming down the line eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I like that, the teasing elimination eliminations that Hangman and John Silver did at the start as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was, was that funny. was quite good. Um, then Max Caster came in, Penta, Roosh, all these guys came in. Uh, Keith Lee then entered as well. Matt Hardy came in, and he actually got a really big pop when he came in. This felt like it. A Royal Rumble style entrance where yeah. Matt Hardy's not been on TV for a few weeks. The the music hits and you're like, yeah, like yeah. that. You know, I wanted more of that kind of entrance. But it was, I mean, everyone entrance almost gets a pop in AEW, but it did feel like, okay, here's Max Caster, like here's he's not going to win the match. Here's Butcher, Blade, whatever. Matt mm. Hardy actually felt quite special in that moment, which was quite nice. Yeah. Um, mm. Dustin then came in as well. Um, Roosh hit a low blow to Penta. They sort of set up their match for Dynamite, didn't they, in this yep. uh, thing? Because Frankie Kazarian came in. He was barely in it. I barely remember him. Yeah, Frankie Kazarian, yeah. Um, Dante Martin, too. One guy that then came in, and I, I wanted, I've mentioned him before, that I, I didn't know him before, but I became a fan, is uh, Takeshita. Yeah. He was really good when he came in. Yeah, really, around the really room. impressed by him. Yeah, two, great double suplex. I can't remember which two men it was. He, he did a double suplex. I think Darby Allen was one of them, but I can't remember who the other one was. Um, but he did a double suplex uh, on them. Um, and then him and Orange Cassidy had a little segment as well, which was mm. really good. Um, so, yeah, I really like him. I think he's, I don't know if he's signed to AEW now, but he seems to keep appearing and well, he gets this, a reaction. So This kind of felt like, and there's enough match on this card, but it felt like kind of the the like remains of um, Forbidden Door, just, just to keep a couple of the New Japan stars kind of in your mind yeah. after after the show. And I think that's probably what this was rather than possibly. Anything. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what his um what his sort of status is to Kesha, but I wouldn't mind seeing more of him on TV. I have all the people I mean obviously I'd love to see like Will Ospreay, but it's not he's not gonna be coming yeah. to he doesn't live in the United States or anything. But if Takeshita's around for a bit, using him more would be cool, I think. Um, yeah, he's he's really good. Then you got um, Butcher and Blade actually eliminated him, which got booed. Um, Swerve got taken out uh, not long after that by Hobbs and Starks, and then that that feud that's been going for months on and off. It feels like kind still of going, still going again on Dynamite. Yeah. Um, and then sort of towards the end, oh, there was a the the page elimination was really good. So he eliminated Ricky Starks, and he's on the apron, and then he goes to do the. Um, Buckshot Lariat and Brody King just takes him out. And the yeah. crowd, I think, was stunned that that happened at that point that mm. Hangman Page got eliminated by Brody. Um, and then it was basically Darby with Butcher and Blade in one ring and uh, Brody King waiting in the other, basically. Yeah, and then Butcher was, and Blade. Cool. Yeah, and B- Butcher and Blade, of all people, to be there right near, near the end. <laughs> Barely been on TV recently. And then, uh, yeah, so Darby manages to impressively eliminate both of them. Um, but then, obviously, that leaves him one-on-one with King, who went straight at Darby. I like the, the fact he went straight for him. Yep. Um, and then they have a bit of a brawl, a bit of a match, which was decent enough. The nice cannonball from Brody. Then eventually, like you said, does that sleeper to finish it and win. Yeah. No, I say I thought the finish, finish was very cool. So I think the ending of the... Uh, Royal Rampage was booked quite well, but like you say, it was just a lot of entrances and nothingness for a lot of the match. Yeah, um, it didn't feel like there were loads of like big moments in it, and it was, there wasn't loads of stare offs. So I was like, okay, this is really cool because it was kind of just mid card guys or whatever, or guys with new stuff. There's no surprise entrances or anything like that. Like you get on some of the big. I'm, I'm glad for that, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of glad that is, but like, yeah, they probably didn't need them here, but no, yeah. It was okay. It was okay. I think it was one of those things. It's worth trying. It's, it's a concept. Like, let's go with it. Yeah. And then maybe they'll do it again in the future, but they might tweak it. Yeah. I think I don't blame them for trying it at all with the two rings. I think it was, you know, a very smart 
concept. It just, um, yeah, maybe, yeah, there, there are just a few issues with it. But you know, that's going to be the case when you when you try new things. Nothing's perfect first time round. No. Um, we then got a uh, an eliminator match. So the the tag team champs, the Young Bucks, against Bishamon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshi Hashi, who we saw at um, Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, didn't really do much for me at Forbidden Door these two, but I thought they would look quite good here against the. Yeah, Bucks. it was just kind of a pre-show match, wasn't it? Against QT Marshall, wasn't it? And um, Aaron Solo. So this is a yeah, little bit of a higher, really thought, higher yeah. caliber match for them to be in there with the Young Bucks. Yeah, I thought um, they looked good here, but yeah, this match was good, and I loved again the use of the other ring here um, because one of them is in. I can't remember which guy it was. So apologies for that, but one of the guys is in the other ring, and. Nick Jackson, I think it was. I, I also get the Young Bucks mixed up sometimes. Yep. <laughs> Jumps into the other ring. They hit the BTE trigger on one of them. He dives into the other ring, takes out the other member, then like jumps on off the rope into the Meltzer driver to yeah. win. So that was the finish. It was a really cool finish. And again, they used the other ring nicely, um, which I liked. Uh, if you've got the second ring there, you might as well do something with it. So... The match was good. There was not a lot else to say. I think it was actually a title match. It was, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It oh, was, wasn't uh, it? If, if they won, they got a title match. It's so one basically of those... a championship contenders match. Championship contender. AW called it an eliminator match, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. basically the, the same thing. The, the same thing. I yeah. think it was quite obvious the Young Bucks were winning, but there's nothing wrong with that as such. It is, but it's just nice to see Young Bucks wrestle because, you know, they, they are extremely talented wrestlers and the fact that they come up with you know they're, they're very inventive with with moves and transition into moves they're, very, they're probably the most inventive tag team out there in terms of how yeah. they do stuff like this it's just ridiculous the stuff they do and um yeah it's good to see uh, a bit more of um goto and hashi but unfortunately that's probably the last we'll see of them until um forbidden door next time around um and then we got the main event Nyla Rose v Tony. I was confused Storm. why the Royal Rampage was going back to it, wasn't placed here as well. Um, a little bit, yeah. I think it's just um, opening up the show. I actually that... thought it was going to be that when it opened the show, I thought it was going to be the whole show, yeah. That wouldn't have been a bad way to do it. I actually thought, oh, maybe we could... this match is just going to be 50 minutes long, but I thought actually it's quite locked. There's only 20 people, not 30 because the Royal Rumbles can be an hour long, can't they? Yeah, and 20 the entrances are more spread out, yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, can I drag this out for an hour, but then. Yeah, I forgot about the, the other two matches being on the card. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting that this main evented. Um, yeah, and then Nyla Rose playing her role as the transitional heel. She just plays this role in AEW very well. Yeah. Um, there wasn't uh, a lot to say about this. No, match, it wasn't. Was Tony Storm got the win in a fairly close fought match. Um, but it set up, what it did was set up. Yeah, the, the Marina attack. Because. The beatdown afterwards, Thunder Rosa made the stat save. Um, and then we got a match between the two teams again on Dynamite. Yeah, in their uh, tag team name, Thunderstorm, which is quite well, cool. Yeah, yeah, that makes complete, complete sense. sense. It's just yeah. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. So like, actually, that fits perfectly. Why didn't, yeah. I, why, why didn't I see that coming? Yeah, yeah I, I, so I easy. Like that. Yeah. So easy. Um, there was, the only other thing on Rampage worth noting, really, was there was a little cool bit with Hook and he threatened Alex Marvez randomly. Um, got angry oh, yeah. at him. Other than that, there wasn't a lot to the show. Um, but yeah, it was a decent episode because, like I said, the Royal Rampage felt ha- had a different feel to it. The main event and the other match were good. Yeah. Rampage is normally like just an hour of solid wrestling. Not else a lot happens that's noteworthy. Obviously, Brody King being number one contender for, was noteworthy here. Um, yeah. But yeah, you normally just get... Well, it's interesting fight. to put that match on a Rampage, that Battle Royal or Royal Rumble, rather than a... You know, a show where pe- less people watch. Yes, it's obviously a hook to try and get more people to watch, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, then we go on to Dynamite. Tony, you call it Rampage. I'm not sure which one's which. Move on to Dynamite. Um, and we opened with a TNT Championship Street Fight. Yes. What did you make of this match? Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, it was great in the sense that Wardlow won the title. I'm glad he won here because I thought they were going to come up with some way to screw him over um, with it being a street fight stipulation, especially. I thought you can have loads of people interfering because there was people yeah. on the outside. Well, we we did get them, have, we? we? did get them interfering, but I thought yeah. that that may cost Wardlow here. And I thought, do you know what? Just put. I know Scorpio Sky's not had the title again that long. Like he, he won it sort of back off. Mm. But honestly, Wardlow needs a, needs a title or something at this point. Like yeah. he's so good. And so over the fans. 
Um, so I was really pleased with the result. One thing I will say about it, I didn't think it needed to be a street fight because there wasn't a lot of... I was expecting, like, loads of weapons. And yeah, tables. Kind of and... There wasn't really that much to it other than the belt shot. Um, obviously, the yeah. people in the, I think the reason they made it a street fight was so that people could, could interfere. Yeah, and it was basically T- no Tony Khan's got, got this thing with having Wardlow beat up twenty people at once. That he's done, he's done, he's done it for a few months now. So it's yeah. just, it's just his thing. His so I think he thing. used that as an excuse for that to happen and it not be a, yeah. like they don't get disqualified if they hit him. Um, and obviously Scorpio Sky using the belt, he didn't get disqualified either. Um, that yeah. sucked me because I thought he might lose there when he hit him on the head. Um, it was quite early on though, so it, was, it wasn't a very long match. But um, yeah, that that bit was good. Um, Dan Lambert was the man who sent everyone into the ring because uh, Wardlow was about to hit the power bomb, wasn't he, at that point? Mm. And then Dan Lambert sent them all in. He, Wardlow beats them all up, like you say, he does it every week. Uh, kick out, and then he managed to recover, hits the power bomb. That's all the notes I've got from it. But yeah, I'm glad Wardlow yeah. won. Well, it's interesting as well because Wardlow is being portrayed as extremely dominant. Like, he squashed MJF, and MJF has, like, barely lost a match since AW started. He yeah. consistently beats up multiple people, and he won this match without too much, like, you know, jeopardy. He, you know, there was a, the, the, the shot to back ahead with the belt, probably the one jeopardy moment in the match. But he yeah, that won was it, it convincingly really. and did the, you know, the, the pinfall with the foot on the chest. And he's now, he's now a dominant champ. Well, I think he should have a long run. He, he's it. a new champ, but he's also a face. And it's, it's rare you get a face in this role. This is like a hill Role. And it's like, oh, I who feel can, like he can do who open, can knock down the giant. What's great about with it is he can do open because he's a fighting champion and a baby face. He can just do open challenges a lot for the t- title. Yeah, he should. He, and, he should fight every and week. Speak loads of Rampage or Dynamite. Cocky yeah. Hill will try and come in, think they can get the better of him, and they fail. He can hold it for the months, and it's just fun now seeing mid card championships. You've got Wardlow with a TNT one, and then crossing over to the other company. But Bobby Lashley and Gunther, yeah, it feels very similar. Guys. These sort of dominant big guys. Holding these mid card titles, I love it. Yeah, so I'm not complaining. It's at good that, use of mid card. I, I think it's a good use of the mid card titles to put these dominant guys who you've got your world champion at the moment, so you don't want to put the world title on them yet. Or again, maybe in Bobby Lashley's case, probably won't, might not ever hold it again. But you know, sort of certainly for Wardlow, I think he will at some point. But you know, you're not ready to put it on him yet, so you put this on him, have a dominant run, can lose it, and then a couple, maybe a few months after he loses it, he goes for the world title. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good transition. You know, it's how WWE used to use the Intercontinental title back in the day. Yeah, they don't so much do it now. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good idea for Wardlow. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. I don't know where Scorpio the Sky goes from here, but I'm sure he'll be fine. I, I, I actually think Scorpio and Page should go for a tag run. Just do because they haven't done much tag team no. work. It no. tends to be individual and then someone in the background. Um, usually Skype with Paige in the background. So I think if they had a little tag team run, I don't think that's the worst thing for them. Um, yeah, no. I think Scorpio's done well as a singles guy, but I think goes into the tag division now. Um, we got smart Mark Sterling backstage with Tony Nice, um, trying yes. to sign a petition to get Swerve taken off the roster. Yeah, so he asked the wrong person, really, because he asked Keith Lee. Yeah, went uh, up to Keith Lee, um, and then later he went up... To, to Orange, to Orange Cassidy, yeah. I, yeah. I thought it might have been Hook because Danhausen was there. That's why. Yeah, I'm, yeah, Dan, yeah. I was gonna say actually, has Hookhausen been dropped? Because I see it keeps seeing Hook on his own. It keeps seeing Danhausen on his own. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's... I hope it hasn't because I think it was good and people seem to be like it. So it'd be yeah. confusing if it. Yeah, has, that's why but... it confused me that Danhausen was here with Cassidy. Um... Yeah, so Danhausen obviously he came in with the best friends originally, didn't he? Yeah, Danhausen. yeah. yeah but he, he hasn't did, been yeah. with them for a while, so it's a bit confusing. But he just seems to pop down. Housing just seems to pop up all over the place. It's just got you've got to get him on the show as a cameo, I guess. So if yeah. looks not on the show, you use Orange Cassidy. Um, and then we set up a match for I think it's for Rampage this week. Cassidy yeah, so if, against Tony Nice. Yeah, so if Cassidy loses, then he'll sign. He said he'll sign it, but yeah. Cassidy's not going to lose. So, it's, it's a it's a very silly stipulation for a match, really. But at least I'm it's sure got something good, on this match. Um, yeah. Tony Nice getting more matches. I'd love to yeah, see it. well, he's he's got more character than he did in WWE currently, yeah. and his matches are good, so I'm not complaining. About yeah, that. Mark Sterling helps him out a bit. So yeah, yeah. Being then we got him. after this, we got um, Luchasaurus and Christian in the ring. Yeah, your your faves. What did we well, make this our week? Uh, um, yeah, you gave Luchasaurus your top mark last week. I think I gave Christian mine the week before. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Very intrigued by all of this. Um, 
what was interesting here is we had Matt Hardy come out and yeah. and confront them as as they're just goading Jungle Boy. Matt Hardy comes out. Um, and interesting, Matt Hardy's promo where he said that um, he regrets what he did with. Um, I'm glad they kind of addressed that. Yeah, the. H- I like it when heels don't just completely forget, like baby faces. Sorry, don't completely forget their past as heels. Yeah, instead they're a completely new character. And it also fits really well because obviously there's the everyone knows about Hardy Christian history. Um, yeah, I know they've. they've I know it wasn't. My only criticism of it is a little bit of it is they keep going back to this. Christian and Matt Hardy, I think, have already had a match. I think, obviously, you're going to get the Hardy boys in the Jurassic Express. I mm. feel like you've had quite a lot between the Hardys and the Hardy family office before. We have. but they it, love, it, Tony Khan seems to love Matt Hardy versus Christian, the idea yeah, of Matt Hardy and Christian no, he does. He, I don't mind it because, obviously, you've got a lot of history to play on. But Yeah, yeah I just thought here, considering Hardy said that he basically done what Christian's currently doing, he's exploited people and it's, it's not the right thing to do. So I think... Matt Hardy is the right person to come out here. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing we're setting up Luchasaurus be Matt Hardy. I don't really think Christian's yeah, going to wrestle. No, I think Matt Hardy versus Luchasaurus. I can say Christian versus Matt Hardy does not need Just a Luchasaurus Hardy. squash. Um, but Luchasaurus yeah. beating up Matt Hardy and, and getting a big win over Matt Hardy absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Um, great this, presentation this again for Luchasaurus. Unexpected Luchasaurus singles what did you make of the actual promo itself because the the lines in here again using jeff hardy's two lines actually that use jeff hardy's sort of addiction problems yeah i feel like christian cage weirdly has taken on the mjf mantle he basically being being an outrageous savage heel it's really bizarre that he's taken on the mjf role but he's doing it all right i mean it's not the first time we've heard jeff hardy's (laughs) Alcohol abuse being used against no. him in a promo, and, and, and this is a, a thing about Seen it. it with it's, it Samoa Joe always be used. It was yeah. used back in the day years ago. Then it was used again a few years ago in WWE with, with Samoa Joe with Sheamus, and now mm. again. And I know obviously they're they're getting they must speak to Matt. They must speak to Jeff. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. My issue with it isn't the actual segment. I like I don't mind them playing on history as long as everyone is okay with it. But it's my my problem with it is the reactions, the difference in reactions to it because. I feel like when WWE did this, everyone was critical of it yeah. and saying WWE shouldn't use this as a, it's, you know, it's a real life issue. But from the reaction I've seen so far from them doing it here, everyone seems to love it. And I like it, but I just, I didn't mind it then either. I just feel like there's yeah. got to be some consistency with it. It's that. one um, of those, I don't mind. I don't think he needed to go there, but Christian's, it suits Christian's character too. Yeah, though, Christian's so. current character is just saying the most outrageous things he can to people. Um, so that works. I don't think you need to do it to build a storyline between Christian and Matt Hardy, or you know, you know, Luchasaurus on Christian's behalf and Matt Hardy. I don't think you need to go into his brother's drinking problems, but then I don't think you need to go into Luchasaurus's father passing away either. But that's where Christian currently is. And yeah, if he, if, so it does if, his character. To Christian go, yeah, as a character, if, yeah, if he's going to insult Christian's dad passed away and then his mum wanting Christian as his new father, then he's going to obviously mention yeah. Jeff Hardy's drinking problems. So exactly. It, it, so it does it, fit. It, his does, it does all fit. So I, I, I quite liked it, especially the first line when he, he said that, because Matt said that um, what Christian did was disgusting. And then. Mm. Because Christian took sort of offence to Matt saying I, he was Christian, he was Jungle Boy's friend. Which, by the yeah. way, I think he's got a good point on because Matt Hardy and Jungle Boy, yeah, I know, don't yeah. have any prior relationships really. Yeah. Um, and Christian was like, you know, you're so, you're so, your decision making is so bad. Basically, you're making your brother look like the sober one. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> I thought was a clever word. Line. Line, yeah. Then the second one later on was a little bit like more just cheap cheap heat yeah but he, what i liked as well was he mentioned uh that chris uh matt's ego is out of control and he said he will use anything to stay relevant and he mentioned his getting his wife and kids on tv mm. and he even mentioned a lawnmower yeah <laughs> i know yeah. he was like he'll use a lawnmower i thought i thought he was going to say something about bray wyatt but he didn't um he didn't go there i thought he might say something about the, the whole wyatt stuff in wwe he didn't yeah. which i was surprised at because they love making wwe references um and then, yeah, that's when Matt sort of started taking offence. And I was like, Matt, don't, don't get violent because this is not going to end well for you, mate. Yeah. So Matt stupidly 
starts um, attacking Christian and then Luchasaurus just absolutely destroys him, chokes slams him through a table. I would get some backup if I were you, Matt, because that ain't going to work. <laughs> that ain't going to go yeah. well for you. Two on one and it's Luchasaurus is one of them. Yeah, I know, but you just you just need... At the moment, we're just building up Christian yeah. Cage and Luchasaurus as Maybe heels. Jeff's... Maybe, I don't know if Jeff's coming back or when, but maybe they, they mm. bring him back somewhere down the line. I mean, I, I wonder how long they're going to leave. And I don't know Jungle Boy's injury. Yeah, status, but I wonder how long they're going to leave hold off on this jungle boy because when he returns, it's going to be a big pop considering yeah. how, how you know, yeah, it might be jungle boy outrageous. That and, and helps Matt to be fair. That would probably make more sense in the storyline, yeah. And then a weird Matt Hardy jungle boy again. I think that's really a team that no one really particularly wants to see. I think obviously, the what I and what, what we've got here is I actually don't know because I was about to say the match we all want to see, I actually don't know what a match we want to see is. Do we want to see Jungle Boy v Christian, or do you want to see Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Like, I think there's yeah. two really anticipated matches there. Oh, well, I, think you do, I think you do both. I think. Yeah, but I don't what's, know which one... what's the what's the big one for? Like a pay per view match, it's probably Christian Jungle Boy. Christian feels like the bigger deal because he he it's coming to him. Like he's mm. the one that's yeah, controlling yeah. this whole situation. But also, Luchasaurus shouldn't be used as a setup because he's so dominant and big. Yeah. So it's, it's a difficult one. Both of them are big matches, but maybe you do a tag match to set up a single match the or thing, something. I, I don't think know. It's, this is a bit of an off one, but the way they're building Luchasaurus, I wouldn't mind seeing Luchasaurus go for the TNT title. Luchasaurus Wardlow, that could be a proper decent match. Like oh, no. two just dominant big guys. Luchasaurus be. presented it as this Down the line, though. Not, not yeah, Oh yeah, this isn't one for now. This is just... And aside, I think that would be a great that, that is a DNC title feud. Especially if Wardlow does do what we say and sort of do open challenges, keeps beating everyone. Yeah. And then eventually you can have Christian go get in the mind of Luchasaurus and say, look, you should be you should be going for these yeah. titles. And then he comes out and just beats Wardlow eventually to be the yeah. one to do it or something. But I, something I, like that, if you build him well enough. Personally, aside from a match against Jungle Boy, I'm not fussed about seeing Christian wrestle. I'd rather he played this manager role and he, he was just yeah, he was just behind Luchasaurus. The ring, but I like, I and like we can propel doing. Luchasaurus up to up to Wardlow level. I don't see why not with Luchasaurus. He, he's he's well, yeah, it's similar to in a way, it's similar to MJF and Wardlow, isn't it? Because you said Christian's take is similar. playing is uh, similar. the MJF role. Yeah, Luchasaurus is also kind of playing the Wardlow role. Yeah, it's slightly darker, different version, but it's a similar vibe. So yeah. yeah, it is. Then we got um, Claudio backstage with Shivani and Jake Hager. Um, Jake Hager directly says WWE here. Which yeah, was never been a champion in WWE. Never um, been a champion here. A yeah, singles champion. It was okay setting up a match, for, big match for next week between the two of them. I think it makes sense to do that as a one-on-one match because yeah, they taste does. it in blood and guts. They've got the history. I, well, don't I think, really like I think Claudio was like, wrestle, I've but... got an unbeaten record here and next week I'll make it 3-0. and I was like, you've only had two matches, Claudio, calm down. Like, you're not, not exactly like you're on a massive unbeaten streak. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a bit silly. But um, Yeah, mentioning is... Uh, then we got the tag team match between Swerve and Keith Lee versus Butcher and Blade. Um, this was decent enough, I thought. It was. This is your kind of standard a team... Slightly on the rocks. Uh, there's yeah, a point, point where they where Keith Lee just smashed Swerve to the ground. Swerve, yeah, accidentally. Accidentally, but Blade, Blade moved out of the way. Yeah, but um, but they they still won the match. They still won. Um, and yeah, the match was good. There wasn't yeah, loads I, to say I, I about it. I think the after angle was the good. more interesting part of it. Really, it was. Yeah, you had Starks and Hobbs come out to just prolong this feud again. Yeah, and then um, calling themselves the best tag team ever, and that that then triggers. The young, the young bucks who even yeah. said he was like you might as well have gone back there and and, and yeah, played music. Our music yeah, yeah. 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 Was, was pretty funny um although haven't we seen was it so yeah this three, is my issue so we had a three-way before. at the pay-per-view we had starks and hobbs versus keith lee and swerve versus jungle boy and luchasaurus yeah jungle so we've boy literally had yeah. the same thing but with young bucks replacing jungle jurassic express yeah i did think it's a bit weird this before you know, it's a different champion but and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of an odd one for them. So I thought the Young Bucks were going to say, look, if you want to prove you're the best tag team, why don't you face each other? Yeah, the winner, winner gets us. us. That's yeah. what I thought they were going to do. Uh, but no, it's a triple threat tag team next week, which I'm sure the Young Bucks have got to retain on. It, it does, it yeah, I, 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 I said it, I said it, you know, a month ago, whenever we spoke about this with the... Yeah, I thought, Express, I thought I just, the Jurassic I just don't Express think, were going to lose then. But. Yeah, I don't think either of these two teams are tag team championship level well, especially as, as teams especially I think Swerve and Keith could be 
but the way they are sort of teasing the breakup, it wouldn't yeah. make any sense. For I just think all now. four of them, Starks, Hobbs, Swerve, and Leah, all better as singles. Personally, in my opinion, yeah, no, I'd rather I, see them I, all I do, have singles runs. I do get so. what you're saying, especially, I mean, um, Starks already has his title. tag teams on AEW with like, there's just so many tag teams. I just think to throw people that are better as singles in tag team is a bit, unless you're going to do Danielson and Moxley, like some massive tag team like that, or like, you know, some huge, but, yeah. you know, no, I, get, like well, I do get what you're saying. But if, and and one, the, one of the really noticeable things I've got on my notes from this as well is when Young Bucks come out and call themselves the best tag team in the world, there were huge FTR chants. Yeah, well, this is, I think, again, I think this is the long build is, I know we've seen it before, but FTR v the Bucks, just yeah. a ball out, for all to decide proper best. tag team match. And yeah, I would be surprised. FTR if going F- for four, be- their fourth belt. Yeah, I, I would. Assuming they've still got all the others. Yeah, I just think FTR just are the, the team at the moment. And um, yeah. That exactly. is the match we all want to see, even though we've seen it before. It's, it's yeah. Just booked so well. Agreed. Um, we then got Eddie Kingston yeah. interviewed in the ring um, by Shivani. And he started off by congratulating Wardlow, yeah. um, which was nice. And, and Claudio. Yeah. And then the congratulations to, to the whole team, even yeah. Claudio, which was interesting. Um, and then he's, again, speaking of rivalries that go on he then starts on about Jericho again like keep it on Kingston Jericho because that's been going on for a long time now yeah I know we've had teams and factions yeah and I, I, I wanted, it, they did all that to build sort of the one-on-one again yeah but we then got um Jericho appear backstage with Jericho Appreci- Jericho Appreciation Society yeah and just randomly took out Ruby Soho in a spot where Ruby Soho put her hand in the door you see, she I didn't. Kinda... I didn't really pay that much oh, attention to it. It was pretty. Like, no I one, thought no it was a little in. bit random. I know Ruby Soho interfered in the. Yeah, like the and, and Ruby match. Soho don't have much of a history together. Not no, and I thought this was a little bit random. I thought it would have made more sense if it was someone like Santana or Ortiz. Yeah. Well, because Santana, the uh, new news actually really oh, yeah. is that Santana's got a serious injury from that blood. Because we said last week he he got oh yeah he was bad and he's got yeah. a serious injury, so he's going to be out for quite a while. Yep. And I thought, well, I don't know what you're doing with Ortiz at the moment. Mm. Have him get this. He takes out Ortiz. You can mm. bring Ortiz back in a few weeks or whatever, but he's not going to do much without Santana for the time being. And that would have made sense. But yeah, Ruby Soho, I mean, I guess it gives Ty Conti versus Ruby Soho a bit more heat, but it felt a bit random to me. Um, it was. It was just, I was watching it and Ruby was, had no one... I also expected Jericho to just do put a fireball thing again. I thought oh, that's yeah. what he was going to do. I thought he was going to do a fireball to someone because yeah. he's a wizard. Well, no, I will say the the door slam was like pretty brutal. Like that was full pelt slamming that door, and her hand was definitely inside the door. Yeah, so yeah. that would have actually hurt. Ruby that wasn't like so a... side note. It was a pretty impressive of Jericho to do that from a car park in Glasgow because he was in Glasgow last night. That was he. Obviously oh, pre-taped. Pre-taped. <laughs> I was pretending in my head. I was like, because he's doing um, he's doing a tour at the moment, inside the ropes tour. Um, he's oh, doing okay. like um in he's basically got crowd. They're asking him, is it like a live interview in front of crowd? He's doing mm. he's done Belfast, London, Glasgow. It might have been London last night. I think it was Glasgow though. And yeah. he was there last night. So I was thinking, oh well, <laughs> that's very clever of you, Crash Jericho. What you in a car park just like yeah. after that, are you? <laughs> yeah. It's obviously pre-taped. Before, when he was in this uh, these states, yeah. Then we got, got um, the Dark Order come out. I'm yeah. actually thinking I haven't seen them for a while. Dark Order. So Alan Angels left AW last week, um, formerly known as Five. Mm. Um, so he's not in the group anymore. And there was no Colt Cabana here, so I don't know what his status is at the moment. I, I, I think I think he's ever in Dark Order. Yeah, but all the other members, I think, unless I'm forgetting someone, were there. Uh, obviously, Stu Grayson left a while back, so he's yeah. not there. But you've still got Uno, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, Preston Vance, Anna Jay, and Negative One were in the ring, basically, mm. weren't they? Yeah, and, um, uh, you know, this is a, a, another Brody tribute. They do it every time they come back to Rochester. Or yeah, I, I was thinking, why is there a Dark Order segment? What's this all about? And then I realised where we were, and I was like, that's why. Yeah, and, um, I mean, and then, they basically said we're staying together, um, which you know, 
I didn't know there was really much talk about them all breaking up. I guess the, well, people, I think because, the, 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 the people leaving. Yeah, probably... because Alan Angels, is, I think people were thinking, well, is Uno going to stick around there? Is, is Preston Vance going to get his, con- I don't know where his contract's up. Like, I think people yeah. were speculating that one by one, they were all probably going to, maybe not Silver and Reynolds, because I think they, they're a good tag team on their own. But the rest of the, especially John Silver, like you wouldn't get rid of him. But like maybe yeah. the group would split and you wouldn't see the Dark Order in that form anymore. But it looks like you're getting the six of them, especially Anna Jay as well. I feel like she's a little bit wasted in that group at the moment. She, yeah, she, she, is, a, she, a is, a bit, she is a bit lost, Anna Jay. Yeah. Um, she is a bit. But, but this, this was okay. It was just a bit of fun, wasn't it? Nice. Uh, yeah. Then Cutie Marshall is the obligatory heel to come out and. Um, yeah. Like and the basically start, start a fight with challenges a kid to a match. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Hangman comes down, helps them. They all get less spots than him, and then Matt, Negative One actually gets on the mic and says he's going to wait till he's nineteen. I think he said to pin him. Yeah, um, it was a fun bit of TV spot. So that's a, a fun nice match in, in, in nine got years' Brody, time. Got some Brody chance. Nice thing for him to do. Yeah, I just nice. think the Dark Order need a little bit of a change of direction. Evil Uno did say in there that it's a new era for the Dark Order and it sounded yeah, they, like they want to do something a bit different. They, they have been off TV for a while. They're like one of those, like, you know, staples of AW that I just haven't seen for a while in this yeah. whole um, and like New so, Japan Some of them have and, been leaving and yeah, there hasn't really been any direction for them. So hopefully something new comes up because I think the ones they've got left, actually, I, I mean, Colt Cabana, I don't think added too much to the group. Alan Angels was a good wrestler, but I think the ones they've got left Evil Uno kind of is that, that leader almost speaker for them. I think Preston Vance is, is, is really good in the ring from what I've seen of him. And the Silver and Reynolds are a great tag team. So I think you've got potential there. And then obviously you've got Anna Jay as the, she needs a bit more of a direction. And then negative one's mm-hmm. just there for sort of comedy value, really. But um, Savage Lamp and QT Marshall as well saying how long we put up with this charity case. Oh, <laughs> me. I know. <laughs> kids. <laughs> bit harsh, mate. It is um, brutal. Uh, but yeah, we, we then got a uh, a decent match: Penta, Oscuro, and Roosh. Yeah, um, so Roosh's first singles match. Yeah, with again. Speaking of rivalries, have gone a long time. Andrade and Penta and Phoenix well, it's got gone on for, forever. Uh, I can can't remember a time where this wasn't happening. This feud, but he now has Roosh with him, so there is again a, a, a fresh element to it. Um, Decent match. Pentascuro can't have bad matches. I'm, I'm, I sh- no, he's great, isn't he? Roosh is, is a good wrestler as well. Actually, first of all, I've actually seen Roosh wrestle. I think maybe I've seen it once before. He's in like a, he's in a battle royal, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's been in he's been in battle. I haven't really seen him in a one on one match before, so I thought he looked quite good here. Um, but obviously, the the ending Pentascuro's mask coming off again. Um, yeah, I know. I hate that every. It, the thing is, I, I I would hate it if it if it was repeated. That would annoy me. But it's every single Penta match, even when it's a match that doesn't like need it, it's like a nothing match. Like, yeah, it then makes like what's the point of him wearing a mask anymore? Might as well just not have one. Like, it's just mm. just, just ridiculous. Um, way the, the most overdone spot in wrestling. This is it is yeah, and it, you know it's been going on for years. Rey Mysterio had it a lot as well over the years. Like, and and they've done it so many times in, in AEW in the last. It loses year all impact so. if, if you did it once ever to Rey Mysterio or once ever to Penta, it'd mean something. But yeah, it just loses all meaning. So yeah. I agree. I do agree with you. And, and um, for, for the sake of a finish on a match on Dynamite, I just don't think it's worthwhile taking off someone's mask just so you can get a, a cheap win. There are other yeah, ways so to the do match it. Was good. Um, yeah. A lot of playing up to the crowd from Roosh as a heel, sort of package pile driver from Penta. And there was a fight on the side. Jose and um, the assistant and Alex Avantes were like, having a full-on brawl outside, which was quite <laughs> funny, because um, they don't really fight or wrestle. Um, and then it finished with the... Um, there was a distraction from the referee, low blow behind the ref's back, and then Roosh pinned Penta. So yeah. I reckon we might even get another match between them two, but we're certainly going to get... Well, we'll probably get a tag match, won't we? That's probably the one it's building to. I think so, Andrade yeah. versus the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, um, I think that's, I think that's, that's a logical too. conclusion to this. Maybe with maybe we'll even have Jose and Abrahantes involved. And it was well, like, like they, they a six-man tag, but they don't do anything. Now, I could see them doing that based yeah. on the build. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, we got a little bit of backstage with JD for... Um, yeah, this promo I didn't think was very good, actually. Yeah, Samoa Joe's accepted to fight him at Ring of Honor. I'm not, I have um, no interest. I, I mean, I'm probably, I might, I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not because it's not technically an AEW yeah, show. I, I probably won't. We won't predict one. it and review it because it's, yeah. it's Ring of Honor, not AEW. I know they're technically owned by the same person. 
I, I do want to see Samoa Joe wrestle. Um, so, yeah. But at the same time, I have no interest in this feud and I don't think it's been built very well at all. Um, no, it hasn't, no. I, I just don't care. Honestly, no. I don't care. No, I don't care. He hasn't helped that Joe's been injured for a lot of the feud. Yeah, that, that uh, hasn't helped it. If Joe was on TV every week, I'd probably love it. Yep. Yeah. Then we got the acclaimed and the gun club against Fuego Del Sol and... Sol's role now is just a team of as many random people as possible. I still can't get over Leon Ruff and the Bear Country have yeah. a have a trio's name. Ruff it's in really it. random. I can't believe they've got like where's that come from? It must but be this, a dark thing or something. This was know. a really quick match, and it was all about the the infight in between the Ars Boys and um, the Acclaim. Yeah, so, I mean a different side to the Ars Boys. They stopped the rap at the start. Yeah, I really liked quite quite. Uh, I cool. quite liked it. Um, I mean, Max. this this is all to turn the acclaimed face. That's essentially what this this I, I, whole I thing has been so, about. Yeah, so they, yeah, he stops them at the start. Then in the ring, in the match, he kind of yeah, takes stole, the win. Stole Colton the win. Dunn, I think it was stole the win mm. from Caster after Caster hit the mic drop. Um, the other guys were there just to get beaten. The other yeah, four yeah, guys yeah, completely yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. And then afterwards was interesting. Billy Gunn goes mad, shouting at his sons, telling them mm. to stop it. But then he turns around, punches. Um, Castro and does a full fame asset as well on um, yeah. on Bowen. So yeah, do, doing this like scissor me <laughs> like he normally does, and he, the scissor just stopped, yeah. and instead he gets the fame asset. Um, yeah, 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 it's um, it was short lived. Yeah, it was short lived. It, yeah, it, it, it was it was fun. I did enjoy it. I'd, I'd actually preferred it if Billy Gunn had stayed on the um, acclaim side. I think it would have been a funnier story. I think it would have as well. But we, we're his son. obviously going to get a gun club and acclaimed feud now um yeah. probably it's not a surprise at all this has been kind of on the well, i thought they would i thought they got together. together a bit longer though um because i think people were enjoying it yeah um, like i said i think the whole purpose of all of this was just to turn the acclaimed face it was just a long-winded yeah and the gun club were just a vehicle to get the acclaimed face which yeah, i think probably they, right. they, they probably are now the acclaimed I think they're, probably they're so famous. popular aren't they like it makes sense yeah um and then miro had a um promo backstage i didn't even write any notes on this I um just it. calling out malachi black basically mm-hmm. um from that felt need to see him on my tv more Miro, but right. a miro black feud is great yeah you know well up for that um yeah i don't really know I, i'm guessing black loses uh, miro seems to be the dominant but who knows what what it's just a good feud it's not worry about who's going to win yeah, um the then we got thunderstorm against yeah, we nyla rose and marina shafia yeah, this match was okay. It was in the typical women's spot on Dynamite where they don't seem yeah. very focused on it. On, on Rampage, you sometimes like they got the main event on Rampage, they've got a longer match. Here it's just the match before the main event. Like it yeah, it doesn't, is. yeah, it's just usually what's in as well. It's usually in that spot yeah, before the nine, main event. Yeah, whatever it is, half past nine, I think it is in their time, or whatever it is. It's always the same time. Um, match was okay. It wasn't too much. Yeah, to n- it, nothing there. special. Thunder got the. Um... I think. Thunderstorm are a good team. I, I know we spoke about the name, but I actually yeah. think they they work together quite they well. They do the actually. It was a double move. They look right. To, I, I'm. Sh- I would love it if they built this over because you haven't really got many. I know you've got the baddies from Cargill, but you haven't got many women's sort of teams in. No, Canada. well, you had Conti and Jay. So yeah. Um. So if they build these up as a team and Storm's constantly sort of helping Thunder Rosa, and then mm. a few months down, like six months down the line, Storm turns on her. Yeah. And you get them again. And then maybe Storm wins a title for that. A bit of yeah. a Sasha Bailey style feud, but yep. with these two. Yep. No, I'm, I'm I'm all for that. But yeah, this was good. It match. keeps Tony Storm as well, because I was worried about her when she lost the title, uh, lost her match. I was thinking she's just gonna do what Ruby Soho did now. Go for go away for ages, not be on TV. Yeah. Like a lot of AEW women, they cycle three or four in, they the rest don't get used. Um and I thought, oh, we probably won't see Tony Storm for a while, then she'll come back. Um but no, this keeps her if she's teaming with Thunder Rosa, this keeps her really relevant. Um, and so I'm happy yep. about that as well. Then we got a little promo, didn't we, before the main event from FTR offering a rematch to the Briscoes. And that's another, might be another reason to watch the Ring of Honor show because Ring of Honor, yep. FTR were wrestling. You'll and that say... match was apparently, I've seen a lot of people say it's a match for the year so far, the first one. Yeah. So. And I think we've also got um, Wheeler Utah v Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. So there is quite a lot of AEW. There's quite a lot of AEW. Maybe it's worth watching. I think, yeah. might, I think I might watch it, but I don't think. 
anyone who's open for a review on the channel or predictions, doing our predictions, I don't think we're going to do that. No, no. I think no, we no. might watch it casually. Yeah, it um, depends. Yeah, but for free matches, it, so. it, there's no pressure then to watch it on the day either. I can watch it over a couple of day period. Yeah, enjoy it, whatever. Skip, exactly. skip any matches I can't, don't care about, which there might be a couple lower down on the card. So yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's probably what we'll do for that. And then we got the main event. Yeah, well, quickly, we also quickly just just missed out uh, Jade Cargill, Stokely Hathaway, kind of. Oh, yeah, so Layla Gray was... Fell was out a little Gray? bit. Uh, Layla Gray, yeah. Um, she, she wasn't... Uh, Cargill wasn't happy with Stokely for getting Layla Gray as, like, an interim baddie. Yeah, I quite so, like how he's like, there's an interim champion that could be an interim baddie. Um, yeah, yeah, I quite like it. But then um, she was like, if, if she fails, it's on your ass. I mean, I think it's a bit bit early to be teasing a breakup between Stokely and Cargill. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think obviously Layla Gray is going to end up in pressing. Um, yeah. Because otherwise it would it'd be a waste of time. Yeah. No, you're probably right, but that, that was a minor aside. And then we've got our main event, the AEW Interim World Championship. Yep, John Moxley and Brody King. What did you make of this match? As a, just it was a good match. It wasn't an amazing match, um, but it was, it was good. It was more like a brawler fight type. I mean, Brody King's a big man. Mox is like a brawler, really, isn't he? Yeah. Um, there was a really cool bit where they were doing chops to each other, and Mox like flew across the ring, sold it like crazy. I really yeah. liked that bit. Um, Brody King is impressive. Um, yeah, nice. I love his I, cannonballs that he does. I think it is a good opponent for a one-off TV title match. It, it, it does kind of work. Going back to what we said earlier, I think it is. It's yeah. not a bad. It's, again, it's not the opponent I would have necessarily picked because I wouldn't. Have no, I, I didn't see it. Coming. Title picture, but it does work. Yeah, so they've done well. I think my. my I mean, it, it was. They like say it was an okay match. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. It wasn't anything. I'm not going to remember this. Yeah, in, I would say it was in, good. In six months I time. Say it was amazing. I would say it's just a good match. But, I think AW they miss a trick again here where they don't build this match up properly throughout the night. Like there's not much about like why well, they did, did do it... a promo. Malachi, I really enjoyed Malachi's oh, promo. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It. Yeah, Malachi did. I was gonna um, say we should have heard Moxley did one as Brody well. King. Um, yeah, the Malachi Black one I thought was actually been. really good early on in the night, uh, which we didn't mention because it was tied to this main event but yeah so yeah. i think they, i think it, i think they did okay actually I don't... i'm just thinking of what wwe do where they tend to start the show with a promo that leads to the main event aw sometimes they, they never do that aw they never tie no. anything from one segment to the next there's loads there's loads of there'll be one week to the next one yeah. loads they'll of segments in, in one night but they never lead on to anything they never very rarely other than Tony and East finally had two promos in one two segments in one night but that, you know, one does lead on to the other. So, like, there isn't. I, I always I might mention this before, but when you bring up that Becky Lynch Liv Morgan title match they did on Raw, that felt like the most special match ever. Even though Becky Lynch retained, it was like they built Liv up so well in that night. Just mm. and WWE do this better, where they let things breathe a bit more and they put more emphasis behind matches. Whereas AW just throw a thousand things at you and just want you it's, it's hard to get really into so like this title match i think we all knew moxley was going to win oh yeah but it was hard to like at no point did i ever even consider Brody king might win and there was never anything anyone did at any point to i get what you're saying possibility. because they didn't make the WWE didn't make gave, gave like a live or... a big backstory gave showed how important it was to live to win and it made you think oh like, and i remember thinking i thought live is going to win the title here like they, they make they do make you believe they put something behind the challenger Whereas AW don't always do that. They do for pay-per-views, but for these, you know, TV yeah. title matches, there's not much. No, I guess, I guess it, they're just using it as basically a match rather than yeah. a story. So they don't bother. But um, Yeah, but yeah. I think it was just a bit hard to get really into this match. Um, yeah, I mean, I never believed Brody King was winning, of course. Because yeah. so Moxley's only AW just had the title, title anyway. match on, um, on the weekly show. Should, should be really into it. Um, but yeah. It was, it was, what did you it make of the finish? Because Mox used the submission here, not the paradigm shift. Um, and Brody's just sort of passed out, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, this isn't uh, that surprising a finish because the Blackpool Combat Club's thing of being kind of pass, making people pass out. Yeah, which I like. So I, I think it fits it better it, now. It does work. And I, I always like when a, 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 a 
a champion or just a top guy in general has more than one move to finish people off. Yeah. Like we've seen it with Roman when he just started bringing the guillotine. I love, I love just like, you yeah, know. Yeah, he can I, still be weak or opponents like, by like, the spear, yeah, like, but sometimes he needs Moxley, to make Moxley can hit you with a paradigm shift or he can make you pass out. He's, he can yeah. beat you And the same, with, we've seen it with Brian as well. He uses yeah. about 10 different submissions. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. think it's a brilliant, um, a, you know, brilliant use of, we, we see it with, yeah, people like Charlotte Flair. I agree, and, and I Lynch. think on on Brody King as well because he passed out, he didn't tap out. I think it works better rather than his, him. If he'd have done like one paradise, yeah, and he, he shouldn't. I think oh, you'd have Bro- to do at least like two yeah. or three on him. And Brody so. King shouldn't really tap out like yeah. this kind of character he is. It'd be, be it'd weaken him if he tapped out. Even to Moxley, I think it'd weaken him just to submit. So yeah, good finish, good match, and yeah, Moxley's reign continues. Interesting what they do with his reign, considering we don't. There's a lot of top stars out injured right now, like specifically top stars with Omega, Danielson, Cole, Punk, MJF's contract situation. There's that is basically the top tier of AW wrestling. So Moxley is going to find it hard to get a decent program with someone unless you've put like a Miro in a title picture, or I'm trying to think of people that you could put against him, heels. Because the top heels are like, yeah, Christian Cage or Jericho or, you know, there's not many top heels. And we've done Moxley and Jericho before. We don't need we to do have, that again. You know, maybe that was could, like the very first. Maybe you could push Guevara to that level. I don't know. There's it's really many. interesting, actually. It's a good point because there's not an obvious, I don't think there's an obvious big heel at the moment to go yeah, for and I, Moxley I guess for the next pay-per-view. We don't, and you can't really bank on, you know, uh, Omega return in a we couple did, of weeks. Or I was like, kind of surprised or, we didn't get an angle after this, actually, from the point of yeah. view of Mark. We did you get know, something. I, I was, yeah. Um, as after the show. I'm not sure if this was part of the show or I just saw a feed up that was continuing after here. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I saw that as well, yeah. It was yeah, Darby yeah, Allen yeah, that, that, that wasn't on TV, yeah. No, so they, they come down. So it looks like we're getting a Darby Sting, Malachi, Brody King thing, which is cool. But, um, but the Malachi Black is just like the feud with Miro as well. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know if it because it was on TV. On. Maybe it's not meant to be anything. I don't know, but yeah. it was on my feed. Yeah, yeah I saw um, it as well. Yeah, so a bit that was interesting. But yeah, nothing set up for Moxley here, really. No, no, I know. But what I will say, just what I want to praise this dynamite as a whole because they used their roster and put them all back in feuds after the last month two months of new japan build and there's it's been so yeah. messy and it's been hard to build anything we've got a new tnt champ you know we saw the women's champ we saw the aw title defended you know the tag champs come out and set up their next match so they're moving all their yeah and all, all the old a lot of the older feuds on. as well that were happening before like your kingston jericho your andrade stuff mm. um that's all sort of come back to yeah, the line, so, like, like even the Starks and Keith Lee stuff, and and, and all the, kind of carrying on now. Where it, it felt like it was on pause, didn't it? It was, bit. and I think considering they've got a lot of injuries, they used basically everyone else they could have used here. This is a pretty, uh, other than a lot of the women's division because they only show a couple on a, yeah. a, a, per week. They they used a lot of their main guys here. They didn't leave many. I think they have to at the moment. I think they have to use. They're going to have to use a lot of it. Whereas they're recycling more people in and out. I think at the moment, they're going to have to use a lot of their top and mid-tier wrestlers on TV mm. every week at the moment. Because, like you say, that a lot of their top guys are injured or missing for various reasons. Yeah. And um, you've got like no Cole, Fish, O'Reilly as well. I don't know if you yeah. mentioned them. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sure. All I'll of them are out, I believe, yeah, but... as well. Like all of them. It's crazy. So, I know yeah. and now you've got no one. Santana. So like, mm. is Ortiz going to do anything? Um, yeah, crazy amount of injuries currently. So I think you know I I, I got a bit disillusioned of AW during the New Japan yeah, build, yeah. but this AW is what I really enjoy, and yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. Obviously, it'd be better if we had Punk, MJF, and Brian and all those guys back. But I think they're doing a good job with, considering they've got so many injuries. Like we talk about WWE's injuries, and there is a lot of WWE with Orton and Cody. But I feel like AW. It's all the top guys. There's so many top wrestlers yeah. out currently of injuries. It is there mad. is a lot of top, a lot of top guys. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just a lot of injuries, and I know AW. Um, they've got luckily they've got have a, a big roster. roster. Yeah, luckily they do. Like you know, 
Tony Khan, I think he's justified in signing all these people now because he actually gets to use them all now. And there's no New Japan sort of thing going on now. I know he's been yeah, we've, a couple we've got, we've got there, a Ring but... of Honor pay-per-view coming up. Yeah. Um, when is, is that this weekend? Is that... No, it's a couple of weeks away, I think. Is it a couple of weeks? Okay, so you yeah. may still get some Ring of Honor Yeah. That'll get, that card will get filled out. Like, uh, I think Mercedes Martinez will probably get a match because she's the women's champion. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe with Serena D because I think they teased that a little bit, didn't they? So I they, think we're, Weren't they teaming last time? or did They, they were, but then they kind of fell out. Yeah, it's probably why I think standard, maybe they're teasing but, that a little bit. Yeah, that's um, a good match. And I don't think it's going to be a storyline that drags on for months. That I think they might just do that yeah. at the pay-per-view. But um, yeah, interesting. So yeah, I think decent Dynamite. Rampage was all right as well. And I think that's yeah. pretty much it for this week for, for AEW. We'll be back to record our WWE show in a bit, a bit later on. Um, follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle for all the latest Keep uh, keep an eye on our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe here if you're watching it. Recharge Wrestling. If you're listening to the pod, just put it in on YouTube. You'll find us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Yep. Cool. Goodbye. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.